0: as we come to the 33rd isr malakh forbidden category of labor on Shabbos which is when a person erases letters in order to then write but eventually the, what's extended to include any erasing in the Mishkan in the tabernacle as we learned about the last uh, when we learned about writing that they would have to write on the kroshem on the different planks the different plank each one where would go and sometimes you would have to erase as well so from that became one of the Yisroi Malacha is that one cannot erase on Shabbos. Now that's pretty straightforward, that one cannot cleanse any surface to be able to have it suitable for writing, which then, as I said, extends to erasing anything, whether it's scraping or wiping out an ink stain or a chalkboard or penciled writing or blotting or even destroying toy letters made of plastic or wood. Any kind of erasing is forbidden on Shabbos from the Torah. Now, what becomes very, very problematic is all sorts of food things that have letters and words written on them. Because once we say that one cannot erase, one can't be mochik, one can't erase any writing from any surface, so if let's say you have writing on a cake or on a cookie, you have a cupcake with written letters on them, so that's a problem of breaking apart those letters on Shabbos. So... Of course, there is place to be lenient. If there's, especially if the writing, the letters are written themselves with food stuff, like usually the icing that you use to write letters, ourselves you could eat. So most poskim say you could cut that and eat it. But it is better to try to be stringent and to try to cut around the letters. You could eat the letter, but try to like not break the letters themselves. You don't have to go crazy. Uh, Try not to cut the letters. Also, like when you open a packet of sweet and low or any packets of food, one should try as much as possible not to tear apart any of the letters, any of the words, because that's all mochik, that's all erasing. Again, if you have a cookie or a biscuit that has words on it and you put the whole thing in your mouth, that's not erasing. But then the question that actually the halakh authorities bring about also is what about, let's say, books? If you remember, like books that on pages, if people still use books these days from public libraries, they used to have writing, they would write words on the pages. So when you open the book, it's like you're erasing the letters. Or even in Arun Kodesh, the parochis, you have a curtain that has words on it, so when you open the curtain, it's like the letters separate, it's like you're erasing. So there's certainly place to try to be stringent, but one can be lenient. One does not have to be machmir with that. But certainly, as I said, one should try when it comes to food and opening up packages to try as much as possible to not rip or open apart any words or letters because that's a possibility of erasing. Then we come to the 34th Malacha, which is the Isra of Bone, of building. And again, that's obviously the main thing that was done in the Mishkan in the Tabernacle in the in the base, in the in the Mishkan in the desert was the building of the Mishkan. So it's pretty straightforward again that any shelter, any structure, one cannot build on Shabbos. And that obviously includes not just a house, but any tent and any temporary structure, which obviously means that one can't pitch a tent on Shabbos, one can't build a sukkah on Shabbos, one should try to not make any canopies on Shabbos or anything like that, or any contraptions that need to be nailed into walls. If you, let's say, you knock down the towel, the rod that the towel usually holds up the towel or a tile comes out from the floor, none of that should be put back on Shabbos because that's all a real Shila of beine, of building so anything that's that's putting something together as a structure one shan one cannot do on shabbos now the question becomes what about let's say when you have a window that has bolts, or let's say a door that has a bolt and lever, and so like when you bolt the window or the door, that seems to be like building, you're building it in. But of course that's not a problem, because it's like opening and closing a door. When you have something, or opening and closing a window, when you have something that has a hinge and is meant to be opened and closed, that's not considered building. Now again, obviously there are a lot of halachas, and we're just very much outlining the basic idea, but it's important to know that the question that one can and should ask is what about when it comes to different toys that children play with on Shabbos, like Tinker Toys or Lego or different erector sets and stuff like that, which seemingly is building. But the difference is, and the Postgames say, of course there are those that are machmir and stringent, there always are, but the Postgames say that when it comes to, when kids play with those toys, so the building is the fun, I mean, the very mode of use of the item is the building Lego is you use to build. I mean, the building is the game. So you're not, it's not like you're building to do something. You're building as part of the fun. So as it's a toy, and especially for children, most salachic authorities said that's totally fine. And, of course, the question that we could also ask is what it com- what happens when it comes to furniture. So, of course, you can't build furniture on Shabbos. You can't build a couch, you can't build anything. But if you have folding furniture that's made to be opened and closed on Shabbos and Yantav, like a cot or a chair or a bench or a playpen or a crib or a stroller, these things are made to be opened and closed. So, obviously, that's fine to be used on Shabbos without a problem. Uh Partitions and canopies are also an issue, so there is a big problem with using an umbrella on Shabbos. Some want to be lenient, but certainly one should try, unless, again, if it's an awning that's meant to be closed and opened like a window, but one should certainly not to try to build a partition or use something to protect oneself from the rain. Also, just parenthetically, uh, while we're speaking about bona building there's a famous question, what is exactly the prohibition of using electricity on Shabbos? Obviously they didn't have that at the time of the Mishnah, so most will say that it has to do with Mavir, with creating a flame, which we'll get to. But the chazoin Ish, the great halachic authority from Bnei Brak, famously said that the prohibition of electricity is Bona, building. Because the way that a current works is that the way that you make electricity work is is that you build the current. So, I don't know, not many don't agree with him, but I thought that was interesting to mention.